just a simple mic check. And just like that, What The Pat Podcast kicks off. Episode 7. Wow. 7. I know it's a small number, but it's kind of big for me. Documentaries are on deck. I got a few to talk about that are pretty cool. Got sucked into those. Thrasher has a couple blends I tested out, so we'll see how those go. Got some TV shows in and even a couple movies, just like I said. And I still haven't watched Avengers Endgame trailer. I'm proud of that. Let's get rolling before 2019 kicks us in gear. I would just like to kick it off by what I watched over this past week that really just blew me away. And the last thing I watched was last night to finish it up, The Evil Genius. This is about the pizza bomber in Erie, PA. Cowabunga. Which I believe was back in 03, I think. What a great documentary. It's just over three hours long. It's on Netflix right now. I believe they produced it or whatnot. Um, Again, Netflix really has a handle on documentaries, if you ask me. Wild Wild Country was amazing and neat. And if you haven't watched that, check it out. But... Evil Genius, this is such a crazy story that took so much to unfold with so many layers that were underneath it and what really went on, and that's what this goes on about, and uh, interviews with the people and everything, and um, wow, it was cool. I, I, I couldn't, it was like a good book, I couldn't put it down, and I get sucked into these documentaries. The other one I watched was The Innocent Man. That's another Netflix-produced documentary. And John Grisham, who does all those lawyer novels that you've read, you know, The Firm, Pelican Brief, stuff like that, he had seen a headline about Ron Williamson and uh, Dennis Fritz being in jail for a crime. Well, I don't want to give it away. He he saw it on TV and said, man, I, I would like to pick this up and write a nonfiction story. And he was going on to say that if he wrote this as nonfiction and put it out, people would be like, there's no way this isn't fiction. It's it's a bizarre little tale and has so many twists and turns. It's very interesting. So The Innocent Man, that's another one to check out. And again, that sucked me in. I, my wife and I uh, watched that over the course of the day during our little Xmas break that we had. And... Uh, we just got sucked in. It's just bizarre. That and Evil Genius. Bizarre tales that are cool. And I really like documentaries as of late. There's a form to the storytelling that keeps it interesting and keeps you wanting to see more and more of the story. What kills me is on some of them, you don't get closure. And I'd like to have a little closure just because you're not sitting there going, what the? You know, and then you don't get an answer. But I I think Evil Genius and Innocent Man have have an ending, so to speak, to it. But while we're checking out, uh, if you have any documentaries you want me to check out, please tell me because I, I'm in. Even if it's just you know a short little movie that's an hour and a half, two hours, or if it's a like documentary that's five, six episodes, because uh, sometimes those can give you more details and stuff. But let me list three you should check out: The Innocent Man, Evil Genius, and Wild Wild Country. Bizarre, interesting, well done, and it'll suck you in. 
I bet you can't turn off the TV. Then we caught a couple movies. Christmas Day, we thought, hey, let's watch Bird Box and The Spy Who Dumped Me. I'll start off with The Spy Who Dumped Me. Way better than I expected it to be. It did comedy in the right places, didn't get annoying, and the action was cool, the fight scenes were neat, and Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon were fabulous. They were they were a great female comedy team that made it work, and I really liked the chemistry between them. Justin Throw was great. Overall, the cast did well, and it, it, it got me. Like I said, it surprised me. Bird Box. That was a pretty interesting take. I don't even know if it could be a horror film as much as it was suspense. Because it was suspenseful. I felt it was well done. That movie didn't suck balls. Uh, Sandra Bullock was actually blindfolded 50% of the production time for the, for the movie, which has to be hard, considering you have sight and now you have to act and wear a blindfold. But I really liked how this was done i thought it was a neat way because if you take away one of your senses and you're already scared it just really seems to heighten everything else up plus you can't see what you're doing it's not something you're used to doing and there's stuff you got to learn to do blindfolded and figure out things and and work outside the box so to speak so i would check that out too i i don't think some reviews did well on it but it's it's well worth catching at home i mean it's I could name some movies this thing is way better than the people went and saw at the theater. So if you have Netflix, catch it. Bird Box. We did slow down on Origin, but uh, we'll pick that back up again because it, it feels slow and we just kind of needed a break from it. Origin to me feels like they're telling another thing story. So if you've ever seen John Carpenter's The Thing, you'll know what I'm talking about, hopefully. It's how the bodies contort and move and kind of dealing with the parasite. That's just the vibe I get. So it could be influenced by the thing. But uh, like I said, we took a break and that's on YouTube Red. So you could check that out. And some filler in between that we caught. Uh, we started Travelers, which came out. I started season one, I believe came in 2016. So they're on third season, I do believe now. And that is kind of interesting it's neat there is that time travel saving the future kind of deal going on and they give you bits and pieces to figure out what's going on and, and all that so it's it's worth checking out if you if you need some filler shows and uh just started the good place so i can't tell you much about that other than two episodes in and it's pretty funny i do hope to hit the theater next week catch bumblebee and aquaman because i i would like to see them for myself and uh see if I feel as strongly as I do because I think Bumblebee's going to be great. I don't have high hopes for Aquaman, like I said, but I'm kind of hoping it's cool. But from what I hear, everybody's digging it. So maybe DC's now headed in the right direction, which, again, I'm still on the Snyderverse and enjoyed that direction Zack Snyder was headed. And uh, I did. I was, I was a big fan of Ben Affleck being Batman. Do you bleed? You will. Hate to see him go if he's going to go. And I, I like Henry as a Superman. Enough of that. Let's find something else to chit-chat about. Again, I wish you could smell this. Oh, I'm talking about coffee if you didn't gather. I got two new blends from Thrasher. One of them is the 
Liberty blend. It says right on the package, exotic, robust, complex, and hearty with notes of cocoa. This, I, <laughs> I know I'm like, this is amazing. I, literally, seriously, it smells so good and tastes phenomenal. I suggest you check it out, definitely, especially if you like dark roasts and stuff. This, it's such a well-done coffee that I'm, I'm on deck to order more because it's, it's currently riding high on my, on my taste buds for coffee. The other one I got from them, which I paid for all these, and they, I wish it'd be cool if they were like, hey, Pat, try these coffees, but this is all just me buying it and trying it. The Wolves and the Mandolin is another blend that they have. It's a robust Italian dark roast. And that smells incredible. The taste is incredible. Your your taste buds just jump around in your mouth. It's, it's crazy. These are both great blends. Again, on thrashyourcoffee.com. I'll link it up in the notes. Just check it out. And I haven't... I plan to AeroPress both of these. I haven't done that yet. I did them both in French press, which is a... Uh, 32 ounce French press and I do about 40 tablespoons and get the roast going so thrashercoffee.com Liberty and the Wolves and the Mandolin seriously you'll thank me unless you don't like dark roast man I wish you could smell it let's roll into some music uh, the band has been around for a while. They're called Screaming Eagles. When you do a search for them, it might be hard to bring them up. So I will definitely link that in the show notes for you so you get to the right places. There's a couple bands in there. There's the, uh, also Screaming Eagles 101st Airborne, which has a lot of history behind them. But I won't talk about that because we're talking about the music, which I think they might have taken their name from. It's, it's just my guess, listening to some of the lyrics. But they have... Two albums out from the studio and one live release that they just released called Live at Bondfest. The first album's From the Flames came out in 2014. The second came out in 2015, Stand Up and Be Counted. This is just amazing rock again, straight up, that I found on Google Music that kind of figured out what I like listening to. And one of their songs popped up a couple years ago, and I was like, damn, these guys rock. It's the kind of rock I like. Guitars, bass, drums, vocals, and just going for it. Nothing polished, nothing like, you know, just like, we gotta do this and that. It, it's rock. They know how to rock. They're, they're one of the top entertaining live acts in the UK, and they're working on a third out now, but I'll link that up in the show notes. Definitely check it out. They do some great covers. There's a few on live at Bonfest, and also Stand Up and Be Counted. They cover Good Times, which, when you hear it, of course, me saying the title, you're probably like, I don't remember that. You hear it, you'd be like, oh, crap, they're covering that tune from the Lost Boys soundtrack. That was uh, Barnes and In Excess. Jimmy Barnes and In Excess. They to leave his first name off. They uh, did the song, and it's a Vanda Young-produced song. I didn't know that. Things you learn every day. Vanda Young, if you don't know, then just look it up. Young should ring a bell. Anyway. And touching base again on Avengers Endgame trailer that I just like to keep bringing up, seeing as how I've talked about it the last two episodes, is uh, don't get me wrong, I want to see it. And I'm just playing a game with myself to see how long I can actually hold out 
And there's days I forget about it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I flip away and, and don't want to watch it. So I'm just I think I'm just trying to save it and build it up even more. I'll definitely watch Avengers Infinity War again so that I can go in and have, you know, some of the puzzle pieces with me because I don't remember everything. In it. Plus, it's an amazing movie. So how could I not watch it again? And I I know I told you I'd catch the Captain Marvel trailer, but I haven't seen that. I I haven't taken the time. I've seen some other kooky stuff. I've I got sucked in down that rabbit hole. We go, Woo! um, Penn and Teller fool us because <laughs> there's clips on YouTube, so you don't have to watch the CW and catch the whole show. Which I I kind of like to watch the whole show, but I don't have CW, so I catch it on YouTube. Magic has always been something I've been uh, interested in and and find it to be amazing and and I. I I love not knowing how they do it and being fooled. So it's neat seeing these magicians play these tricks in front of Penn and Teller and then Penn and Teller figure out if they know the trick or not, if they get fooled. So it's a pretty cool concept. And they don't give away the trick, which I thought was cool because definitely magicians have a code of you know conduct and not giving away the magic trick, which there was a TV show where this masked magician was giving away the tricks and, and stuff. And I don't know how that went over, but sometimes when you know the trick, it really sucks. So yeah, you can catch those on YouTube. Now we'll climb back out of the rabbit hole that we just went down. Trailers I'm looking forward to in 2019, and I'll definitely jump on board and watch them. Star Wars course i don't think it has a name yet for the ninth film that's going to be coming out in december so hey look we have probably less than a year to wait for that now not to count the days away because then we'll be back into winter again this winter's started out rough granted we had a big rainstorm last night so there's no snow outside now which is nice and it's 40 degrees that's that's warm this time of year but star wars definitely looking forward to that coming out and curious where it's going because they got the tv shows coming which looks like they're having a lot of money tossed their way to make a good production and sounds like they have a great team on board to do great with that so really curious to see uh, i'm kind of sad that netflix killed off daredevil uh, i never got into jessica jones i'm not even done with the first season yet i started luke cage and was i uh, just it's slow i actually enjoyed iron fist better than those two daredevil being the top and the Punisher right there with Daredevil. So hopefully they don't just shovel us a quick little second season of Punisher and kill it because that sucks because they did well with that and I really enjoyed that. So hopefully second season of Punisher is, is great and amazing and then where those shows go from there, I don't know because it's crazy. And I did. I, I heard good things about Jessica Jones and I tried and I just, I'm not feeling it. And Luke Cage, I... Uh, rough for me but I, I think I'll finish them uh, and I haven't watched second season of Iron Fist which I heard was really good so I'll, I'll probably catch it I think some problems I have with Iron Fist is when he's doing his moves and how his his body just doesn't seem to form with the martial arts that he's doing it's not convincing to me is what I'm saying but overall I thought the show was cool and on the trailer front I did watch the trailer for us trippy motherfucking movie that one you you should watch the trailer if you like horror films that looks just messed up i can't even begin to tell uh, creepy that's 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 what i'm going with and i look forward to that hereditary which was pretty creepy that was that was a fun ride that was trippy creepy 
and interesting. If you know what that sound means. <laughs> Hereditary. That's all I'm saying. But us. I got that on my radar for movies to catch too. On the tech side of things, I'm not even sure if this constitutes tech, even though I, I think it can. It's got a touch screen. You can get your updates using a USB stick. Uh, a freeze dryer, Harvest Right freeze dryer, my wife and I picked up. This is something she's been wanting for a while because we were thinking when we're RVing, we could have just a bunch of our food freeze dried and ready to go because we don't have a good way of cooking in the RV. It's got a two burner stove and a microwave. And there's times if you could just boil water and make your meal and use the microwave really quick, you could have a really good meal. But anyway, we picked up a Harvest Right freeze dryer. And the reason I'm thinking tech is, you know, touchscreen and it's got, you know, computer stuff with it. But it's it's probably more of an appliance. And this is about the size of a college dorm room fridge. It takes about 24 hours to 48 hours, depending on what you're doing. So what we started with, just because they say the first couple runs, you should just try some cheap stuff and, and see, get, get the feel of it. So we did Skittles, some little Debbie snacks, uh, a can of fruit, drain the juice off and put those in, some marshmallows, and, and let it go. And the next day... We had some great treats. I don't know if you've ever had a freeze-dried Skittle, but it's pretty damn good. I still like original Skittles because I like the chewiness, <laughs> chewy chewy. I like the chewy texture, but a crunchy Skittle was pretty good. And marshmallows—you've had those if you've had, you know, hot chocolate. You get the little freeze-dried marshmallows in there, which I used to just eat before even putting in the hot chocolate because I, I like them like that. So we did some of those, and um, we needed to do the fruit a little longer because it was still a tad squishy. But it's a learning curve, so it's neat because the stuff will last 25 years. That's why we're thinking of taking it RV. Plus, another cool thing is making your meals because. I enjoy cooking, but I don't always enjoy cooking, and sometimes I just want to eat. So one night, uh, they had sent us a trial bag of scallop potatoes and ham. So I busted that out, followed the instructions, reconstituted it, and then cooked up a steak. We had a meal ready in probably 20 minutes, like full course. So freeze drying and then reconstituting with water, you could you can get some meals whipped up pretty quick. Especially if you have your sides ready. So, you know, because sometimes your day gets away from you. I don't even know how back in like the 70s and the 80s, dinner would be ready at five. Here's a full on meal. That's a lot of work. And nowadays everybody's working and life really has you going in a tizzy with how everything's going. So having a quick meal is great. Maybe I'll keep you posted on what we do in the Harvest Right freeze dryer next. We do plan on doing healthy stuff and stuff. But you get on the site and you read all the sweets that people are doing, you're like, I got to try that. Let's jump back to some coffee talk because I was just thinking about this as I was sitting here drinking some coffee. Do you have a favorite mug that you like to drink out of? Because I think that ups the experience versus just any old mug. Because I bet you, you go to the cupboard, you, you could have a four-piece set and and that's your choice. Or you have a mix mash in your, in your cupboard of what you like to drink out of and stuff. So I'm just curious, uh, Dean and Pottery, I have three mugs from them because uh, Death Wish sucked me in. Yeah, marketing got me. These are beautiful mugs. But 
I really love drinking out of them. I have three sizes, and it just depends on my mood and and how much I feel like. So I have a 12-ounce, I have a 16-ounce, and I believe a 32-ounce mug. So typically I'm in the 16-ounce. But I also have glasses that I prefer to drink out of, you know, when I'm drinking other beverages and stuff like that. So just kind of curious. And and, uh, travel mugs. It, It can be a rabbit hole of drinking accessories that you like to drink out of. But I think it's all an experience because when I have a good cup of coffee and I have my favorite mug, it just makes it all the better. Trash pots! Like going to Tim Hortons. They have the specialty stuff, which comes with the dome lid. And then if you order just a straight-up coffee, they give you this hunk of shit flat lid, which I don't even know why they sell. You take a chance of dumping the coffee all over you. It doesn't fit well. It tears when it goes. So I always ask for the dome lid because my coffee experience is that much better. If I see that flat lid come out, I just ask nicely, and they're cool about it. So I don't know. I think, hey, Tim Hortons, if you're listening, get rid of that flat lid. I don't think anybody likes it, and it's just save your money. Toss it. The dome lid may cost more, but look at what I just did sometimes. If I go in and I'm like, oh, I don't want the flat lid. I want the dome lid. They throw it out anyway and give me a dome lid. So it's cool because I appreciate that because they could say, no, you've already got a lid. But, you know, and then talking traveling and getting coffee places, McDonald's, I don't even remember where because they had this really cool dome lid with these ripples on it and it just felt good. Again, it's the whole experience. So I really liked the lid, so I I washed it and kept it and used it on my other McDonald's mug, you know, cop travel stuff when I stopped at McDonald's because I didn't like the lid I was getting here. So it's just quirkiness. What are your quirks? It's got to be straws, too. Like, while we're headed down, McDonald's Coke has to be the best Coke. If it wasn't for how they oxygenate the Coke and that straw, it makes it. Burger King, I don't know what you do to your Coke, but it's lame. Taco Bell, oh, they're Pepsi. My bad. Don't bring that up. But McDonald's, hands down, has my favorite fast food Coke. In general, if I could skip one out of the bottle and go there. But maybe I should reel this back in. Kind of That that went for a spin. Certainly don't want to bring up the straw topic that keeps hitting the news and how everybody doesn't. We won't talk about that. I do like a straw in my drink. McDonald's, hands down, has to have the best straw ever, and I hope those never go away. Well, 2019 will be here before you know it, because, uh, well, I believe I like releasing on Sundays, and the New Year's is 31st, which is Monday. I don't make New Year's resolutions anymore because, well... I didn't ever keep them, so I didn't think it was a good idea to keep making them. I, I try to set goals throughout the year. Some goals I do have this year is to get out and, and do some different things with photography and step out of my photography box that I step into and learn new things and really hone my skills on the gear I do have. I do like getting new gear. It's it's always fun, and, and I think anybody likes getting new gear, but I also like to reel it in and get to know the gear I have so that I can learn it better, use it better, because that's that's how you learn. You know, buying new stuff just slows you down. Then you got to learn it on top of everything else. So I, I do plan to uh, slow the, the 
gear side down and learn more and everything and brush up on that. Uh, I currently shoot with a Sony a7 III that I just picked up and a Nikon D610 with various lenses for both. I mostly do action, dogs, and stuff like that, so I hope this year I can get some more landscape and stuff in because I'm really enjoying doing that uh, the few times I've done it. And, and get my drone up some more too because there's always cool shots to do from the air and it's just, it's a lot of fun to fly too. Also plan to work work around the house and, and get a bunch of projects sealed up because I tend to start projects and then I'm like a cat and I get distracted by the piece of yarn dragged across the floor and I'm off to a new project so hopefully not get any more projects going finish up the projects I have and also uh, Steven didn't help on this even though he helped because he gave input um, I picked up a rad power bike and uh, have been biking more with my wife who happens to have an elliptic she has the Sub, which is a very cool little bike if you haven't checked it out. The other ones they have are um, Elliptigos, are an elliptical that's a bike that you can just take out riding instead of staying in your living room. And the Sub is more of a, it's more of a small bike, but there's no seat. I'll, I'll put links up so you can check it out. But anyway, we're planning on doing more bike riding. Um, I can't go as far on a regular bike because of my ankle and everything that's going on with it. But with Rad Power Bike, uh, the Rad Wagon that I have, I can go further and I still pedal. People are like, oh, you got an electric bike, so you don't pedal anymore. No, I actually pedal. It has pedal assist, so it helps me. And then I can go bike riding, which is a lot more enjoyable and go in places. It'll hold my camera gear so I could take it with me and uh, gets me back out riding again which is something i really enjoyed in the past so that's that's on the list too to get some some of that in we do plan on trying to get get out camping in a couple different places and uh, seeing what other stuff on the tiny i can fix up and and get it looking better too because we like to sleep in that when it's warmer out because it doesn't have good heat options yet i haven't made it that far but that's just some of the things we got planned for the year what are some of your plans? Do you make New Year's resolutions? Do you hang on to them? Do they help you? Uh, what are some things that help you keep your goals and set your goals? I always find it's cool to see what other people are doing to, to do their goals and, and hang on to them. Because I've never been a goal-orientated person. When someone mentions goals to me, I run the other way. When I started this podcast, all of a sudden I was like, oh man, I'm committed. I have to get something out once a week or it's just going to fail. Because you can't start it. And then every month or two months be like, I'm going to put it out because then you're just going to lose people and nobody's going to want to keep up and, and everything. So that's the whole downfall, I think, of social media is you have to be on top of it and you got to keep going. But I'm also having fun doing it. Why don't we welcome the new year because the next next episode will drop in the new year. Uh, if you got any questions, comments, things you like, things you dislike, it's always good to hear from you. You can hit me up on iTunes, uh, CastBox, you can comment, uh, SoundCloud, I'm full there, so there's only a few episodes, and uh, Google Podcast app, you can't comment, but you can do that, But and Pocket Cast, you can comment there too. Guess I'll pull up my landing gear and start heading up to the skies and get on out of here. It's been What the Pat Podcast, episode seven. 
thanks for joining me along for the ride as I started this up in 2018 and uh, look to keep continuing in 2019 with more coffee talk, movies, music, you know, that stuff just keeps coming and happening so it can't be too hard. And again, if you want to hit me up on all your favorite listening platforms and got any questions or whatever, you can also email me, whatthepatpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also lend, land some comments on whatthepat.com, the website. So, geez, I'm out. Have a good one. Stay safe and catch you in 2019. It's a ro- robust. <laughs> I think Twinkies are in my future.